Hello. Hello. Oh. <laughs> Hello. Testing. Testing. So, D and D session three. Yeah. So, give us a little recap of where we are at the moment. The brave adventurers, Maidawin, Brick, and Dylan, have discovered a great ill at the centre of the Direwood, and. They've journeyed to a village, they've asked about what's going on. Um, it was entirely pointless, part one of D&D. So, eventually, in part two, they found that there was ice and snow at the centre of a wood in the middle of summer, and there was a giant spire reaching out to the sky. A giant blue spire with weird runes and horrible figures of demons carved into the side of it. Uh, they fought some goblins, they made friends with a goblin called Barry um, who's joined them on their adventure and we join them as they are about to enter finally about to enter the icy spire dun 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 it's taken us months to get here dun 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 oh and Dylan, Dylan's like a human bard who doesn't really feature in it much at all and I, I just can't be asked. I can't be asked to play a character and attempt to <laughs> He does DM nothing. He sort of, we leave him behind. He gets stuck in his tent. I just forget that he exists. Hello, and welcome to and Maidawin and, and Dylan and Barry and Bubbles, our troop of adventurers, are outside of this horrible menacing spire that reaches up into the sky. There's snow swirling around them. The ground under their feet is, is hoary, let's say. <laughs> That's a lovely okay. word, isn't it? Hoary. Yeah, hoary. It's not a word you hear outside of fantasy fiction. No, not really. Um... Something tells me that I should have listened to the D&D 2 podcast mm. so that I would know where we were at exactly. We're at the doors. But bugger that. We're at the doors. We're at the door. Yeah, I don't we think need we'd to open, open the door. because we were a little bit distracted. We need to open the door. The door is... Um, I need to actually find the description of the door. This <laughs> <laughs> is a great start. This is a great start. So we've got an icy tower. What's it made of ice? I mean, now we can actually see it. It's just like, what is it? What does it look like? You know, Canary Wharf? Um, Eiffel Tower? The tower is... No. No. It's... The thing from NeverEnding Story. It kind of looks like a, a stalagmite. It's encased in ice. The sunlight's reflecting off of that ice. How tall is it? Um, It's very tall. Right. It's... It just disappears off forever. All oh, right, so it's the very, sky. very tall. Okay. And there's a door yes. in it at the bottom. It's at least it's at least a hundred thousand meters tall. Right. It's so tall the clouds cover the. Yeah, it's like that tall. It just disappears off. Okay. 
the cobblestones on the pathway are all frozen over. Uh, you're stood on that pathway directly in front of the only entrance that you can see in the tower. It's a single door with a foot-thick sheet of solid ice covering it. Okay. Steel yeah. door. Um, it doesn't matter what the door's made of. You've got to get through a foot of ice covering it first. Um, I have a fire blast thing, don't I? And the idea was that I could burn through the door, uh, the, the ice. Do you know what? I'm just going right. to do, right, combat. I'm just going to explain now. We're doing combat completely differently, right? Instead of it being based on whether you hit something and how much damage you do with dice, like d20 dice, for example, you're going to do more damage based on how good a description you give on the attack. So, Hannah, you're... You're about to try and melt through the ice covering a door, right? You need to give as detailed and as florid an expression of your abilities as possible in order to get through that that foot of ice covering the door. So go for it. With a headache, thank you. What's wrong with you, Hannah? So you've got... Um, I've got a bad headache. I've taken pills Eight. for it. My eye is like... I've got a blood vessel popped in my eye. You've got a blood vessel popped in your eye from stress. You're sure it's drugs. Yes, and it's making my head hurt. <laughs> it's not drugs. Are you um, like, have you got one big it, it red eye? Like, constant. creepy, like, weird eye? Oh, no, it's not filled, but it's like, um... All the it's the evil eye. Oh, man. That sounds gross. Do you have like a drooping if side you... of your face, like a withered hag? No, I haven't had a stroke. <laughs> I just popped the blood vessel. If you wink at someone using your bad eye, does it squirt blood at them? <laughs> I'll tell you what, Hannah. We're playing this D&D game. I want oh, really? you to roleplay fire shooting out of your bad eyeball and melting... That door. I want you to give as good a description as possible, yeah. right? Fire is shooting out of your bad eye at the door. Go. Go. Okay, fine. Um, but not through the eye. That's just silly. Um, it's got to be through the eye. No, no eye. It's got to be, it's through, gotta the be eye. through the eyeball. For God's sake. It's got to be. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you both. Okay, um... Maidwin does a sort of weird, um, like, squinting thing where she closes her normal eye and then, like, I can't even describe what it looks like. Um, looks like Popeye. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> effectively. <laughs> we just summarised it there in a word. Oh, um, God! And she, like, oh, dear. She stares at the door and the first thing you notice is that there's a, a little bit of heat. Um... Probably a little bit more than normal, obviously, because it's quite So cold. she's straining, she's going, and... with one eye closed, and there's a little bit yes. of heat. <laughs> I'm getting there, hang on. And then, basically, Dylan, it starts to Dylan build reaches out towards you, he rubs his hands, and he, like, holds the palms up towards you. So he's, like, warming himself. Brick pulls out a small wooden stick with a marshmallow on it and holds it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, anyway, so does that and then you start to notice that the ice like there's little bits of ice that are starting to to drip and you can hear 
um, just like the drops falling on the floor and basically that gets louder and louder and louder eventually dripping, you get yeah. large, lo louder dripping and you start to get rather, rather large chunks of ice that are just sort of cracking off and falling to the Can floor. Can we see any flames? So are you like a microwave? Is there, is there no! Any, like, have you like got on some sort of microwave yes. eye beam going on? Well, you can't set, you <laughs> can't set fire this? to it's ice, like the, can you? Are you like Superman? <laughs> Yes. The centre of the icy spire is completely melted away, but the outside is still totally frozen. <laughs> Brilliant. It's like the reverse. <laughs> reverse of the microwave. Well, the thing is, right, right, chemically, you wouldn't be able to set fire to it, would you? But the flame's supposed to be... It's called burning spray, right? You shoot out fire. It, the fire just spurts out of you, and goes towards your enemies so you've got to there's got to be fire well I was getting there and then you two like just ruined it so <laughs> are you, you going to go super cyan the flame's going to shoot out of your head <laughs> yes actually I woke up this morning and my hair was like did you ever see a BBC programme called Cave Girl um vaguely yeah uh, it was a bit weird yeah yeah that's what happens with my I kind hair. of fancied her a bit. Oh god! Oh how kind of how old were you at the time? She she was. I will admit she was quite attractive. Well, it was like when we when I was about fourteen, I think that was around. So he was probably like twenty. Twenty. Oh, <laughs> that's a bit dodgy, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> no, because the girl the girl who played it was actually like twenty, so it's fine. But no, she, she was, wasn't. Was, she was oh, quite, all of these people are when they play them in like twenty things. So all teenagers you see on screen are all like twenty-five. Yeah. I think Jennifer's Body, the new um, Diablo Cody movie starring um, Megan Fox. Megan Fox plays cheerleader or something, but she's. I mean, what? <laughs> she's like a woman. She was born in nineteen seventy-nine, so she's like. She's thirty. Yeah, she's thirty. Hannah. Well, anyway. <laughs> We're, okay, yeah. We're getting so, sidetracked. Um, we're getting sidetracked. Can I can I can I carry you, on? Yeah. Okay. okay keep going. Yeah, fire. Fire. Right. Um Is this still going? Haven't you figured out yet, Simon, what's happened yet? <laughs> we're trying to get through this fucking He wants door. me to use fire. Is she still on, like Hannah. burning through the door with her microwave eye beam? I think that's fine. We don't need to do any more than that. Good. Okay. What happens to the fucking he's door? Being, he's being fussy. The um the ice has melted somewhat. There's still like a a few inches of ice covering the door. Um, so maybe Brick could try and bash his way through and try and break that thin layer of ice. Yep, sounds good. So Let's give do me that. give me a good description of how you do it. I lean back, right, taking the full weight of my my body into my arm, and then I swing my fist forward in an extremely forceful fashion and thunder into the door. Do you make any noise as you do this? I go... No, I don't. I'm a robot. I'm silent running. <laughs> Brilliant! <laughs> I go... No, no, I don't. I don't. Oh, if only you'd made a noise, then you would have broken through, for sure. Are you sure you don't want to make, like, some kind of yell, some victory call, a war, a war cry? Brick doesn't have any of that stuff. He's just automatic. He just, you know, just does stuff. Well, if you don't, then you're not getting through that door. I'm just going to keep hitting it again and again, you know, seeing It's what no happens. good. It's no good. It needs some kind of a shout 
to break it down. It's like you're a tennis player. You can't score an ace unless you go <laughs> like that. Actually, they've stopped them. They've stopped the girls doing that in Wimbledon now. They're not allowed to shout. Oh god damn, that was Sorry. the best thing about Wimbledon. Well, the thing is, Come you on. had the girls that did that, and then you had like Serena that just went. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like a, a builder taking a dump. It's like. <laughs> Some of us like that. Uh, Do we? Sorry. I think well, the the viewing women's tennis viewing figures went up like a hundredfold after women started grunting. Look, you've got to grunt to get through this fucking door, or like give a war cry, or yell, or right. do something. Ah! The ice smashes apart. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> what? The ice has just disappeared with with your victory call, your your sonic effect. The ice is shattered, and you can see the door just standing there. It's um, it looks old and knackered. You can see why they put like a foot of ice in front of it because it didn't seem very strong. Okay, is there a door handle? There isn't any door handle. No. Is there a doorbell? There is a doorbell. Yes. Okay, I press the doorbell. It's a fantasy setting. Why is there oh, a doorbell? Door <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's a doorbell. You ring it. There might be a knocker. You ring it, and it goes, ding ding, ding ding, da, ding ding, ding ding, ding ding, da, ding ding, ding ding. Um. So what are you gonna do? Are you gonna wait, see if anyone answers? Yeah. I mean, what if? What if, like, the person who's at home is on the top floor? It's gonna take him like weeks to get down to answer the fucking door. There'd be a door. lift. It's always a lift. Yeah, teleporter, a teleporter thing. Yeah. Alright. So you're just going to wait for the guy to answer Sorry, the door. Sorry, so is there actually a doorbell and it rang that, what is that, the Great Escape theme tune or something? Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. So uh, you're just going to stand around, waiting. What are you going to say if someone opens the door? How are you going to react to them? Would you like to buy some uh, cosmetics? <laughs> Have you ever thought of letting Jesus Christ into your From life? From uh, I think we just give Barry a little tap and make sure as soon as the door opens a crack a crossbow bolt goes straight through oh god so you're just going to kill um it, a small question hell yes we are yes does the door like open as in when you push it or just are you saying that you want to push the door maybe try it you know okay so who's going to push the door Barry why are we sending Barry in you're not sending Barry he's in he's expendable <laughs> you don't control Barry <laughs> he's not expendable <laughs> You go and push the fucking door, Maria. Well, if it's trapped, Hannah could just be... Fine, I'll push the door. I'm pushing or, the like, door. Or, have acid pour down I on her. Lean on the door. Okay, you're pushing the door. Um, the door opens. <laughs> right. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> well, I'm you left you it unlocked. the doorbell. Um, Jesus. It's okay, so you, you're in. You're in the tower, the icy spire. Oh my god, this is terrifying. So you're in um you're in a little foyer area, which is which is quite nice. Um A foyer? Yes. That makes it sound like there's elevated music playing in the background of a little water dispenser. Well actually, um the interior is 
it continues the same theme that was established by the exterior with the, the demonic carvings in the like blue stone. You can see that there's stairways on either side of the room to your left and right. It's quite a large open area. The ceilings over 20 feet high up. You can see that there are horrible statues of carvings of um, these weird devil creatures. They have oddly gleaming eyes um, that seem almost alive. Oh god. Can I preemptively uh, smash a few? You just want to go, you just walked into someone's house and you just want to smash up the furnishings. Yeah, well I wouldn't do that, I'm not that paranoid, I'm alright, I can defend myself, I'm fine, let's go, let's go. There's a door immediately to your left and immediately, immediately to your right. There's a, there's a door at the back of the foyer and of course there's the two staircases that lead upstairs. Right, well, I'm gonna, uh, like, signal for everyone to, like, stay behind me and gingerly walk towards the door nearest on the left and see if I can see, is it, is it closed or is it open? The door is closed. Okay, but there's a statue with glowing eyes. Directly next to the door, yeah. Right, okay, what is the statue of? Some sort of a creepy demon creature thing? A creepy, misshapen, horrible demon. It's carved into, um, it's the same material, it's that same blue rock, it's covered in the runes, and it's got weird, glowing, shiny eyes. I'm going to approach gingerly. It seems as though it's staring directly at you. Right. Not at Maidowin, not at Dylan, who's somewhere at the back. Not Barry. Not Barry, not Bubbles. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to signal for Barry to take aim with his crossbow. Right. Then How are you going to signal that exactly? What kind of what kind of signal are you doing to I'm say, do, I'm Barry? Doing. I want you to load. Hang on, his crossbow's broken, isn't it? Didn't you break it? Oh, no, he mended it. Didn't he mend it? He might have done. He might have done. I'm going to signal like this. I'm going to I'm going to take two fingers. I'm going to point them into my own eyes. Um, right. And then I'm going to point them into his eyes. And then I'm going to point them the SAS. at the okay the the statue. Right, I gotcha, I gotcha. Okay, well Barry, he draws out his crossbow, nervously. He looks a little bit twitchy. His eyes are darting around. He looks down at his crossbow. He loads a bolt into it. He draws it back. He takes aim at you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Fires the crossbow. The bolt just kind of like falls out onto the floor. Why did he take aim at me? I don't know. He's probably a bit confused about the weird signals that you're doing. <laughs> it's like you're you're pointing it at your eyes and then at him and then at a statue. He doesn't. He's not a clever lad. He's a goblin. All right. Okay. So he tried to shoot but the, you, the but, but the crossbow bolt just kind of like fell out okay, the end. So he hasn't. Just, he hasn't really out. mended the Plonk. crossbow. Thank God for that. He... There's a, a clatter as the bolt hits the floor. All right. Well, in that case, I'll put Barry down, and I will raise my shield and sort of approach the statue and see if it see if I can get to the door and open the door before it it comes alive. And if it doesn't come alive, then that's cool. Okay. So you're you're slowly walking up towards this statue, and it's staring intently at you. You're going ever closer to it. You've got your shield up in front of you. You're peering over the top of the shield. The statue's staring at you, it's following you as you're moving towards the door. 
you're stood directly in front of the door now, next to the statue. The statue's looking down at you. You can't be sure, but it seems as though its head turned slightly to follow you. And it's still just staring at you with its weird glowing glassy eyes. Okay, I'm going to push the door open with my foot. Okay. You kick at the base of the door. Um, the whole of the bottom half of the door just shatters apart into splinters. So you can't actually see into the room. But now there's only half of the door there. Can I send um, Bubbles in to have a quick look around the door? You could do, if you wanted. Because obviously it's a spirit cat. So you're sending, you're sending a send kitten bubbles. into oh, a room. Die. I can resummon it. <laughs> okay, spirit cat. So Bubbles the kitten, spirit kitten. What are you going to do, Hannah? Are you going to like kneel down and gently push the kitten under the door or something? Bubbles is in a little... I have, I have a little bag. You're like, you're like Paris Hilton. You can talk to it. Yeah. No, it's my herb bag. Because remember I had a herb bag. The cat sits in... Handbag! Handbag! With a little kitten poking its head out of it. Yeah, so I just basically whisper um, to the cat oh. to tell it to go and have a look around the door. And it, it hops out and sort of like stumbles along. Because it's actually just... Like... Okay, now when you're talking to the cat, in your in your language that only you and the cat understand. I want you to tell the cat right now what you want him to do, but you have to use it in like the voice that you talk to cats in. I don't have a cat voice. Okay. It understands You've got everyone's common. got a cat voice. Everyone's got a cat voice. You gotta to talk to him like like you're talking to a baby or something. I'm trying to not say. The only thing I can think of that's complete gibberish is goo goo gaga. Fuck's sake. Okay, so you go gaga, gaga goo goo. The cat, it like patters along the floor to the bottom of this door. Um, it's between Brick and the statue, the deadly, scary devil statue with the glowing eyes, who looks down at the cat. And it suddenly moves like lightning. It picks up the cat in its fist and it throws it across the room. The statue has come alive and it's acted and it's thrown your cat across the room. Yeah, I'm not very happy. Um, the cat, I don't know how the spirit thing works. I mean, is it just going to like die and then respawn? It hits yeah, the wall with a wet thud, and then it just vanishes. It instantly dissolves into thin air. <laughs> That's what happens. Brick leaves a little stain. Brick reacts quickly, as his eyes were already on the um, statue, and brings his mace down in a wide arc. Where are you trying to hit it, though? In the face. Okay. Uh, you successfully managed to smash your mace into the face of this horrible demonic statue um, you hear a horrible cracking sound it sounds like a thousand eggs all being smashed at once and you draw your mace back and you see that you've shattered the eyes of the demon and there's like a, a puff of blue smoke coming out of the eye sockets the statue just falls with a thud to the ground um, lands on your foot. <laughs> uh, I, like, push it off my foot 
Is it's got any pockets or anything? Well, I guess not. It's a statue. It's <laughs> it's not wearing like jeans and a jacket. The eyes were the weakness, obviously. That was a good guess. I'm gonna kick at the rest of the door. How can you kick? So you're like you're doing like an overhead kick. No, I'm just kicking at waist height so I can like duck under it. <laughs> I punch the fucking door. You punch the door, the top half of the door just shatters into splinters again, and you can see into the room. It's quite a modestly decorated living room. Um, there's a low table, some nice comfortable chairs around it, uh, bookshelves lining the walls. There's a fireplace that has a fire in it, but the fire seems to be blue instead of red and orange. Now, do either of you want to have a look around in this room? That you s It seems to be quite safe. Oh, but but the ceiling is slowly starting to lower. D no, it's <laughs> no, <laughs> it's perfectly safe. You can just walk into that. I will go in and have a look at like the books um, and see if there's anything that I can like understand or something. Um, you can see that many of the books are to do with something called the Nine Hells, and there's names of various creatures. That uh, with your knowledge of magic, you're able to identify as being devil lords. Ah! You can see that there's an awful, awful lot of books that's about a particular devil lord called Asmodeus. Is there any books here on, like, ancient artifacts that might have been uh, stolen from my vault? So, whilst Maidwin's browsing through the books carefully, you're looking around, and you see on the uh, on the mantelpiece of the fireplace, there's a a tiny crystal statuette, a little sculpture. Does it have glowing eyes? It doesn't have glowing eyes. It's it's transparent, but it's got like a glue blow around it, like an aura. A glue blow. <laughs> Fuck's sake, spoonerism. <laughs> it's got a glue blow around it. It's some kind of demonic figure, again. That seems to be a recurring theme. Uh, you can't tell who it is. It's just some demon thing. It's a very, very delicate crystal statue. Um, given that everything else in this room has just fallen apart when people have touched it, uh, you might have to be careful handling it. Have a look at this, Maidwin. Statue! I've got a bag with handling and a cat. You. Is Maidwin taking a look at it now? Yeah. So Maidwin looks at the little crystal sculpture, and you you identify who it's a statue of, the statuette of, I should say. It's Asmodeus himself that half of the books in this fucking library are devoted to. Is he like a bad guy? He's he's one of the the Devil Lords of the Nine Hells, Lewis. <laughs> Do you think he's a good guy or a bad guy? Oh. <laughs> a Devil Lord of the Nine Hells. <laughs> Just put it in the the cat bag, and uh, it will be safe in there. Put it in the cat. <laughs> it's not even a handbag. It's a cat bag. Because that's good though. Because that'll cushion the statue. So if okay, Maywin so... delicately puts it in the cat bag, it'll be fine. It's a herb bag. So you put it into your bag, and there's like a there's a sound. It's like a ka-ching sound. Because <laughs> you've just you've just made some money from that. If you're gonna sell it, 
Um, so that's treasure. You found treasure, guys. Give yourself a round of applause. Da, 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 da. Right, we'll head back out. So we've just learned a bit more about this place. Um, so there's still two stairways, mm -hmm. I guess, at the end of the hall, and another door there, oh, and another door on the other side. Yeah. What's happened to the other four statues? Have, are they still just standing there on their own? Yeah, the other statues haven't moved. Right. Um, their eyes are glowing and shiny and glassy, but they're not. They're not looking at you. They're completely still. I just stood there. You've got no idea if they're alive or if they're just statues. Can I blow them up with fire? Since I believe crystal, like when submitted to high heat, will shatter. Okay, so if you would like to describe how you attack. Yeah. Can I not use my strange Popeye eye? Can I actually use a proper attack? <laughs> <laughs> so come on, Hannah. Um. No pressure. But if you fuck on. it up, um, the statue is going to come and attack you, for and it might kill you. No pressure, though. Hang on, I've got a good idea. You know Dylan, he has these, like, he has sonic attacks, pretty much, doesn't he? Because he, like, s screams at them and stuff. Surely, if... No, it's not actually sonic. What is it, then? He could sing. He could try and sing in a, as high-pitched a voice as possible to shatter the eyes. No, but what's his attack? But... What's his main attack, then? Duh. Da, da, da. Stirring... No, everything is um like a buff to you, pretty much. He better fucking buff me when I get in combat. I'm going to be pissed off if he doesn't. He's going to buff you right now. La, 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 la. He's buffed you. <laughs> well, I feel much better after that. It's good. It's good. I feel you stronger. Should you should do. Um, Harder, better, stirring song faster, has stronger. my metal heart. Okay, Hannah... Description of your attack, please. The the burning spray one, yeah. Okay, right. Um, I sort of hold out my hand. Show you can. Um, I hold out my hand. Um, basically, again, the heat is sort of the first thing that you you really notice. Um, and then sort of spirals of flames start to emerge. Um, like materialised, sort of like a metre away from the hands, going towards um, the statue at quite a fast pace. Uh, it sort of gulfs the head of this statue and starts to flicker round, round the eyes. K.O. Perfect! <laughs> it is just like, um... <laughs> so the statue, its, its eyes shatter because you gave such a lovely description. Um, Yay. the heat manages to shatter the eyes, it's just, the statue just falls limply to the floor. Yeah, well this door we've just cleared, let's take a punch at it and see what's in here. Okay. Sprick Bathroom, I think. just punches the door down, it splinters away. You're poking your head around the doorway, and you can see that it's a, a banquet hall. Um, there doesn't seem to be anything else in here, really, it's just... Two fireplaces. There's nothing. It's completely empty. The, the fireplaces are lit, are they, with the same blue flames? Not even a mouse. That is correct, yeah. Creepy, creepy, creepy stuff. Door at the end, or the, the two staircases, which I guess probably lead round to the same place. Um, uh, guys, the, the statues have gone. The two statues at the end of the foyer, you... you you turn around uh, to look for them. They've they've gone. 
It vanished. Dun dun dun! See, so you're looking around carefully, looking up above you. Um, there's no sign of them whatsoever. You take a, a quick look under the stairways to see if they're like hiding under there, but no, they are, they're not in this room. Let's anymore. see. Let's see the. Let's see what's in the last door. Let's see what's in the last door. Okay, you smash down the door, um, and you can see directly ahead of you. It's a small kitchen. There's lots of jars lining the shelves up above. There's shelves everywhere on every wall, and they're all filled with these glass jars. Inside of the jars, there seems to be like weird, they look like small serpents or something. It's like a, a slightly light blue liquid or something with some bubbles in it. I mean, you could go and get a jar and have a look and see what they are. I'll pass. <laughs> is it possibly just jelly deals? Is that what it is? It's jelly deal with like, you know, it's gone a bit frozen in the car. That is exactly what they are, yes. That is exactly what they are. How the hell... You son of a bitch. Okay, that is exactly what they are. They're just jellied eels that are frozen. So whoever owns this place, he's just obsessed. It's all he eats. He's a cockney. <laughs> he might be. He might be. If you meet him, I'll have to remember to do a cockney accent. Okay. So, let's have a look at these stairs. They bend round, do they? Okay, so... You walk back into the foyer and you, you look up the stairs and you can hear something in the distance. Yeah. Hang on, hang on. Maybe it's because I'm a Londoner that I love London What do you think it could be? Is it the Cockney, the kitchen, uh, the kitchen man? Oh, no, it must be the Lord of the man. The kitchen Cockney. Coaching. The Cockney Cockney. <laughs> You can't hear. You can't hear anything at all. The air is still. There's not a sound in the place other than your own footsteps. Okay. Um, you want to make your way up to the second floor. Which staircase are you going to walk up? Right. Um, does it matter? Do they bend around to the same place, or are they different staircases? It looks like they go up into the same same area. Yeah. Right. Fine. Yeah. You're taking the the right one. Did I just bugger it up for you? God damn. Okay, so you take <laughs> you take the right staircase, which may well have been a good decision. The, the entire floor is just one large room, it appears. Mm -hmm. It seems like there's bookcases on one side, there's a workbench with weird apparatus and test tubes and flasks. There's crates and barrels on the far side of the room. From where you are now, you can't see the north side of the room too well, because you've walked up the south side. The railings are lovely and decorative. There's... um. I'm just going into too much detail. Man. Yeah. So what? Uh, so we've got a big, wide-open room with some sort of alchemy lab. Yeah, pretty much. Um, you have to like move about to to see the north okay, side of the well, room a bit better. Okay. Well, how do we get out of this? How do we get out. higher? Is there more there stairs, or is there the some sort of platform? Is there no? What's the exits to this room? There are no doorways. Right. No stairways. Okay. So is this, this suddenly? Is this it? I mean, is this the final room? 
let's see if we can ascertain what's on the north side of the room just by walking towards the middle a little bit. There's carvings into the floor itself. Lots of runes and and a circle carved out. Um, it kind of glows slightly with like a silvery glow, not blue. So there's some sort of a demonic time. circle on the floor. That we can That's see. pretty much what it looks like, yeah. Right, okay. Well, I guess one of us is going to have to stand in it and something is going to happen. Um, so I'm going to volunteer to go first. So, so hang on a minute, hang on a minute. You're going to stand in a possible demonic summoning circle and, you know, possibly summon something. Yes. Brilliant. Well, you can do that. I will stand and laugh. <laughs> okay, so you're going over to the, the, silv the silvery... The silvery summoning circle. Yeah. Okay, so, you, so Brick walks over to this. He stomps over. He stands in the middle of the, the summoning circle. What What are you expecting to happen, exactly? I'm, I'm just waiting for something to happen. <laughs> you just stood there. End of the world. Brick is in the summoning circle. What are you going to do? Nothing. You... I just want to walk out. Um. Well, as you start moving out of the summoning circle... You feel like a, a force field or something. There's an invisible surface that stops you from leaving well the circle. Oh my god. What did I say? Okay, so so now you're stuck inside of a summoning circle. You've like you're like you're bound into it now. God damn it. Which means we now have to fuck about to get you okay, out. Okay, so the the summoning circle, it's um remember it's carved into the rock of the floor and it's silvery. Right. So, Brick, are you going to try and explain your situation to Maidorin? Uh, I'm, like, banging on the uh, the force field with my fists. Is Barry in here with me? Barry's stuck in there too, yeah. Oh, damn it. He's looking <laughs> up at you. He, it looks as though he's about to cry. Oh, don't oh, well worry, done. Barry. It'll be fine. I just, like, ruffle he's his scratching hair. at the invisible... Hair. He's scratching at the invisible wall with his claws. He's trying to get through. He's crying. Don't worry, Barry. He's just broken crying. down. He's weeping. He's alright. It's chill, man. He's, this dropped, is, this is just a... he's dropped to his knees. This kind of stuff his happens his all hand. the time. He's face palming. He needs to chill out. Yeah. <laughs> are, there, are there any books? Like, A Beginner's Guide to Summoning Circles? Um, There are plenty of them. Yeah. There's, um... You scan the bookshelves and you see that there's there's about 14 books devoted to summoning circles. Any specific ones that say how to get idiot friend out of summoning circles? Well, the first one that you see, it's um, rituals and summoning circles, uses and methods, chapter 1, volume 1, even, not chapter 1, volume 1. And the second oh, one that you good. see, it's, it's volume 2, um, and they go all the way up to volume 14. I'll, I'll start with volume one. Okay, so you're going to sit and read through 14 books? No, I'm assuming there's a contents page. <laughs> I'm just going to sit down. Fuck me. <laughs> like two years later, Barry sat there, he's got like a long beard. Brick is in exactly the same position that he was. He's not moved two years. Two years ago. Okay, so... um. Are you actually going to read through all no, these books, no. Hannah? Um, okay, no. The runes, are they actually properly scratched into the floor? Or are they, like, can you smudge them okay. out? Okay, 
the summoning circle if is carved into the floor oh, and it's got and it's silvery didn't you find a bottle wasn't there a, hang on look look over at the alchemist table Hannah is there any kind of bottles of like silvery stuff there well as Hannah is looking through the the alchemist lab area of the room she can see that there's a small bottle of silvery liquid that's labelled quicksilver aha uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'll pick it up. Hannah, it's your job. It's your task to free Brick and Barry Hello. from this this terrible predicament that they found themselves in. I'm not convinced that that this is gonna I don't if Hannah like accidentally completes the ritual of summoning by pouring the quicksilver in, surely it's gonna summon some massive monster inside the force well, field with me and Barry. That is a risk. That if Hannah does yep. the wrong thing that yep. she could accidentally summon something, I guess. Oh, um, Jesus Christ. So, Hannah, um... <laughs> you're going to have to be careful here. So, hang on. The circle itself. Yes. Is there a circle of silver? There's a circle of silver. Or is silver. it just these runes? Yes. So there's an actual there are runes shape. that are also silvery. But there's also a lot of runes that aren't. They're just carved into the surface. Oh, so they sort of need. If one was to perhaps complete it, yes. you'd have to pour the stuff. Yes. The problem that you're faced with: how do you remove a liquid from like um, a rivulet? A pipette would be quite useful. Well, mercury's toxic, so I can't exactly scoop it out, can I? Bubbles could lick it up, keep dying over and over again. That yes. You can lap it up. No. Sacrificial kitten. I don't want to do that to my cat because I'm assuming I need I need reagents to summon it again, don't I? So there's like a limited there's a limited amount I can resummon. Is there like is there a pipette or like a cup? I I'm just gonna point. Uh, uh, I'm gonna point at the the, the runes without silver in, like to gesture for you to pull silver in. And then I'll bang my shield, I'll be like, I'll be alright. You want to complete the ritual. But, <laughs> I mean, the thing is, you're bound in there. You're you're stuck. You're trapped. So even if you summon something and you kill it, you're still going to be trapped in there. Alright. So Hannah needs to find a way to break that circle. Yes, we've established this, I asked. I mean, you could carve into the rock or something to try and, like... Or, or, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Can I, like... Because mercury is a metal, can I not just like evaporate it? This is the solution to everything. Use fire. Oh yeah, you could. Yes, yes, you could do that, Hannah. It boils at 356 degrees C, which is perfectly she fine. She could probably do it. She could probably do it with her her magic. Oh, and that wouldn't be too bad. The air would be nice and full of. But the like, thing is, evaporated mercury. <laughs> That is the downside. That would be harmful at all. That is unfortunately the downside. The air would be highly, highly poisonous. Just hold your nose. You don't even breathe. What are you complaining about? Yeah, well, but you're a robot. So there's a good matter. chance Barry's that you would die and that Barry would die and that Dylan would die. Oh no. Okay. Um, on the alchemy table, are there any like liquids that aren't like having things in? As in, is there anything I can chuck at it that will react and make it? 
like not Mercury. Are there any? <laughs> hang on, let's go through that question again. <laughs> Are there any liquids <laughs> in which not, there isn't like anything in? Floating organs. With having right. anything <laughs> isn't in. What, what's it matter? You can just take the floating organ out. Give it. It's not going to be acid, is it, then? <laughs> so you're looking for some acid now. Yes, some sulfuric acid or nitric acid, which will dissolve into a salt. There's, there's acids. There's, yeah, yeah, there's probably bottles of acid Can I chuck it at the somewhere. mercury? But you don't know Please. which bottles would contain the acid. I mean, there's loads I'll of guess. Them. I'll just throw them all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be, like, Look, choking to death. You can't breathe. It's fine. You're not going to choke to death. It's a big room. Rick is just going to fall asleep, okay? If you, if you get out of this shit when I'm back... That's fucking fine. Let's go through this again, okay? The the solution to this problem, you can either carve into the floor to make the mercury flow away somewhere else. You can either soak up the mercury somehow, right? Or you can try and boil the mercury. Or you can throw hundreds of bottles of weird alchemy components and acid at the summoning circle that contains Barry and Brick. I'm really tempted whilst he's gone at AFK to just like burn the mercury and if Barry dies it doesn't matter. So Hannah, what what do you want to do, Hannah? It's your decision. Okay, um burning into the ground. Hang Fire. On, I to think of this. Good. I'm basically etching it into the rock, but towards the circle so that obviously the mercury isn't flowing into it and then I'm burning it. What are you etching with? The, the burning spray thing. How can you... It's fire. How can you etch into rock with Very fire? Very hot fire. Can melt rock. It's called a volcano. Well, okay. Okay, well, you can try it. You can try it if you want. Um. Alright, fine. Yep, I'll do that then. Okay. So... So, because you've given a poor description, that's an, like an automatic failure. I haven't done it yet! You've had about ten minutes yet. to do this. You failed abysmally. Well, it's not my fault that I seem to be the only person in this group who has a skill that actually works on things. So your your fire launches out of your hands, hits the summoning circle, um, it, it manages to boil some of the mercury. There's like the, the air shimmers around this circle. Um, you can see that the, the silver in the circle is um like broken up it looks like a, a join the dots puzzle now there's little blobs of mercury um still there but a lot of it's boiled up um of, of course this doesn't affect brick um it doesn't affect you because you're some distance away from it um poor barry though is in the line of fire and he's encased in like this horrible poisonous cloud of mercury gas. Lewis is gonna kill me. He's gonna he's gonna hurt me. He covers his mouth, he's coughing, his eyes are watering, his skin kind of sizzles slightly and takes on a silvery sheen. It's like this burning hot gas is like scorching his flesh and leaving a horrible scarred silver surface on his skin. Poor Barry but he looks lovely now, oh, apart from all the horrible burn scars. His skin's like bright silver. But poor Barry, though, he's coughing. It's fine. He's not. He's an NPC. Skin's no burnt one cares. And silver. He doesn't look well. He's a goblin. Dylan. Dylan has to use some of his healing ability on him. He patches his, oh, his wounds oh, good. up. 
Dylan can actually do something for once. Yeah, he, he sings a song. Poor Barry! You've been burned pretty bad! And stuff like that. Um, <laughs> he manages to, to heal. He's, but he's still horribly scarred, and now his skin's silver. I don't know how you're going to explain this to Lewis when he gets back. Why is Barry silver? Oh, uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I've put you on loudspeaker for the amusement of my house, right? <sighs> Stop that. <sighs> Hello. Oh, I should probably read up on like the next bit. He's called. Hello. He's called James. Have I been freed from this prison yet? You have been, yeah. Yes. Um, the summoning circle's been broken. There's still little blobs of yeah, it's all little fine. blobs of mercury um, remain in the circle, but it's not a complete circle but now. But we should definitely move on and try and um, find um, somewhere. You look out. down at Barry, who's who's next to Dylan now, outside of the circle, and um, Barry's skin is like scarred and burned, and now it's bright silver. You know, every inch of his skin is bright silver. What the fuck happened when <laughs> I was making a couple of tea? Um, You're out of the circle now, though. You're out. Hooray! So, am I, like, burning? Am I alright? Am I covered in mercury and crap? Yeah, you're absolutely fine. No, you're and a robot. You're fine. He caught the Only the NPC got hurt. It's, it's fine. Failed. He's not an NPC! You're such a bitch! Barry's a person! <laughs> Treat him like one, Lamadia. Oh man, harsh. It's payback for Bubble. Bubbles dies on a minutely basis. He could be re-summoned for some cheap-ass herbs. No, he's only died once. Look, Barry's okay. He's not. He's only died once. He's not gonna die he's or anything. Slightly. His his skin is just bright he's silver now. Toxic to to goblins. Yeah, and he's not, or else he'd probably be dead right about now. Um. Well, he was coughing, but he seems all right. Dylan's looked after he him. He seems all right. So, yeah, Dylan. Dylan's like, hey, man, the goblin's gonna be fine. Okay, thanks, thanks, Dylan. It's good. It's good to know that. God, Barry's the first um, real friend Brick has had. Oh, thanks. So you've left the summoning circle. Now you've got to figure out how to get out of here. What's in the barrel? Sorry? In the barrels? Ah. What's in the barrels, yeah. <coughs> so, Maidwin's going to explore the barrels. Have a look. They seem to be filled with just miscellaneous crap. There's there's bits of straw and droppings and some bizarre droppings. metal implements in there. There's a couple of swords, but they've, they've rusted away somewhat in one of the barrels. Um... Do you want to keep checking the barrels and have a look through all this junk, or are you just not interested in this? Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll pull away a few of the barrels and like see what's behind them. <laughs> are you reading my fucking mind or something? Okay, so you <laughs> you pull apart the barrels, you you move them to the side, and you can see that they've actually been hiding something in the corner of the room. Um, inlaid into the floor, there seems to be a weird platform. It's not like Hooray. it's not quite like a plinth, but there's a there's a bizarre unmarked circular. It's not a floating disc, is it? Well, you don't know. Let's see. A circular platform references to a floating disc. It might be Hannah. It might be. 
I tried to make these barrels sound like as boring as possible and it's as though you sensed that something was there and so you pulled them away. I don't even know how you managed to figure that out at all. Uh, so, Brick... Which is very clever. Brick is going to... It was a bit conspicuous. It was conspicuous in the fact that there was absolutely nothing interesting about it whatsoever. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, guys, what what are you going to do with this disc? Are you going to try and operate it? Are you going to put bubbles on it and see if you can get it to work? Um, I think we're going to... So, you, we've had a close look at it, have we? We haven't found any control panels or anything? Are you standing on it now, by the way? Yeah, I'm standing on it now. I can't see any buttons or anything. So you and Barry are stood on it. Yeah. You can't. <laughs> you're telling me that you can't see any buttons. Okay. Well, you can't see any buttons then. <laughs> uh, can Barry? Can Barry see any? Can I see any buttons? Is Maidwin standing on it too now? No, Maidwin's not dumb. Okay, Maidwin's not standing on it. You're just looking around it. How else do you think it could be operated? With your amazing knowledge jump of up floating and down. discs. Do you want to jump up and down on it to see if you can yeah. get it to work? Yeah. It might be like okay. one of those blinds, you know, that you have in the kitchen. Where like you have to pull it like a little bit for it to go up. Pull it down to make it go up. Yeah. 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 That's true. So you're, you're jumping up and down, stomping about on this uh, disc. It's still not moving. It's not shaking or anything. It's completely still. Oh nice dear. work. It's not hovering yet, is it? Just laying on it's the It's not floor. hovering. You need to you need to activate it somehow. You need to find yeah, well, a special can, way. Can Brick get off of it? Because he's a little bit heavy, probably. Which isn't All right, I'll get off it and let Maidwin get on it. I'm not getting on it. No one's getting on <laughs> it. Well, currently, currently Barry stood on it. <laughs> yeah, Barry can stay on <laughs> it. No, Barry's okay. coming off it's it. Come, come Barry. We'll leave. Barry doesn't Maidwin know what's going Barry. on. She's trying to kill him at every step. He's... Well, I will happily put bubbles on it because bubbles is light enough to not actually okay. affect it. So Barry, if it does lift. So now Barry and bubbles are on there. <laughs> okay. Barry's not on there. You well, no, Barry's it. gone. Barry's gone. He took Barry off. Okay. Bubbles is just sort of sat down so on just, it and is just moving. Just bubbles. Oh, this is just this is unbelievable. I thought this would be so so easy to do. Is there an on switch? There, there isn't any switches or buttons that you can see. Are there any runes? Uh, not on the disc, no. Have we tried shouting at it's it? It's unmarked. What do you mean? Shouting at it, that might work. Um, so what would you... What would you do? Up. So guess that it... <laughs> Oh my god. Do you see how easy that was? Do you see how easy that was? That's all you have to do. Oh my god. You just have to command it to go up. That was it. That was this great enigma. So wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, wait a minute. Just to be a bit picky here, everything else in this place is like old and possibly demonic or weird runes, but this responds to someone just saying up. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. Um. That's not So what's weird. happened? So you've stood on the disc and you've said up, quite simply. The ceiling above you rapidly opens up and there's like a circular hole and the floating disc just shoots straight up. It's completely dark above uh, the previous floor and you're just rushing through the darkness for probably a good couple of minutes. Um, 
Is there anything that you want to do whilst you're on this tiny little disc shooting up into the darkness? Oh crap, so who's on there? Is it just me and Bubbles? Yes. But I assume it's just Brick and Bubbles. Brick and Bubbles. Um, I'll just like look at the cat and go, no, I'm going to kick the cat off. <laughs> Spitefully. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Oh god, it made me choke. Okay, so you kick Bubbles off. Bubbles goes hurtling through the darkness. It's fine, I'll just resummon it. Uh, you can't even hear him land or anything because you're just flying upwards. Eventually, you appear at the, uh, it's the roof. You're at the roof of the tower now. The, the disc just comes to an abrupt stop. You kind of do a little jump in the air. Um, you look around you. Oh, crap. There's some guy here, isn't there? Well, there may well be. (laughs) Bye-bye. Oh, shit. The top of the tower presents a bizarre scene that is strangely beautiful in its own way. As you look down, you can see nothing but clouds, but the air around you seems to be like flickering with ethereal energies and floating in the centre of the tower the keystone of the apex of the icy cocoon that surrounds this spire is a perfect sapphire which is about the size of your clenched fist brick good grief and above this sapphire the ice that surrounds the tower draws together into a single point about 20 feet above you it's like you're in a greenhouse, really. Yeah. So there's no man, no demonic monster, nothing that I'm going to have to fight on my own. Um, well, there's nothing that you can see at the moment, no. I'm going to step step off the platform and say down. Okay. Then, you might uh, want to send the thing back down. Sort of take up a battle stance just in so case it pops out So the platform somewhere. disappears and there's like a perfect circular hole that just goes down into the abyss. It'll be a good minute or so until that platform reaches Maidawin, Bubbles and Barry. Uh, well, Bubbles isn't back. <laughs> Bubbles is dead, unfortunately. He's just hit. No, Bubbles has been resummoned. Oh, right, he's... Okay, he's, he's magically resummoned. Um, and he informs Maidawin about what happened. That he was kicked off of the platform. Dun-dun-dun! Um, so I, th- I guess it's time for Brick to do something, to have a look around, to to start the big final event I'm when he's gonna... alone. No, <laughs> no, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a re- okay. Well, it might be better for you to wait. I guess I'm quite happy chilling out, waiting for them. Yeah, it's so stupid. Why that? I mean, that always happens in like films and stuff that people just get somewhere on their own and they just walk towards you know the big final sapphire like with their hand outstretched you know it's just like why are you doing that yeah it's like it's it's like horror films why are you going to investigate a noise on your own in the dark without a weapon? in your nighty yeah in your nighty yes or why oh, have you not oh, locked your Hannah fucking car door made a win or your the door? platform is landed no one no one locks their doors platforms ever. there oh good so, I'm going to, um, I think I'm just going to sort of say how you, I'd like, I'm going to give Barry a little hug, and then, um, I think we'll put him back on my shoulder, you know, unsheathe my 
mace and uh, move towards the the sapphire. Maidowin, is there anything you want to say or anything you want to do? I don't think it would be appropriate for the listening audience. Wow! She's that mad! Oh my god. I just, like, haughtily stalk past them and ignore them, really. I'm just going to approach the, the, the gem in the middle cautiously <laughs> and sort of circle around it and have a look. <laughs> just punch it! <laughs> um... <laughs> Well, you can see that the uh, the gemstone has little cracks and chips in it. Um, is the statue in my bag doing anything, by the way? You take a look at it and you see that it's gently pulsing oh, no. that same glow. Okay, well, I guess this is the source of the evil. So, I am going to... Don't punch it! Damn it! Why not? Because, um... Quick question. If I'm gonna if, punch it. If I move away, no. If I move away from the gem, does the statue glow less? It's or just, is constantly it just constantly pulsing, pulsing as you move around. Okay. Okay. So I Lewis, you want to punch the gem? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna get on the platform just in case shit happens. I mean, there is a sheer drop off of this roof. Just, I mean, there is there is ice in the way. Yes. But if you break through that ice, you would just plummet. Yes, and that's why I'm not standing on the platform. Just in case gem breaks, platform breaks, plummet to death, die. Okay. So Brick... Brick stomps I'll up stand out the to the, the sapphire. He pulls back his arm and he punches it square on. Gemstone pulses the bright blue light and a wave of energy pushes you back and you're knocked to the floor. A stream of mist billows out of the sapphire and it coalesces into a thick cloud next to the gem in the form of a, a massive, muscly, white, furry monster. There's mist coming off of the, uh, of the hair. It's like, um, it's like a horse after it's had a race on a cold day. There's like all this steam rising off of it. The creature roars at you. Okay, so you got a <laughs> you got a, a bizarre muscly yeti creature that you've uh, summoned. You've got a gem that's beating wow, away. The heart of winter. Um, Maidwin is going to have to go first because Brick is currently on the floor. A retard. Let me guess. You're going to use your fire attack. Yes. <laughs> no, no. Um, the thing, the statuette thing, has that obviously gotten worse as well? It's beating. It's beating away at the same rate as the gem. Okay, I'm going to crush it under my foot if I can. No, it's our treasure! Fuck you, you don't get a say, you've like buggered everything. So, with up your so action, far. I mean, you could just throw it to the floor, surely. Oh, it's, just, it's, it's my treasure! Brittle. It's quite brittle. Do you just want to throw it to the ground? Yeah, yeah, it's a bit it's a bit pointless to delicately place it on the ground and then stomp on it when you just chuck it. No no, I'll just like I'll just drop it. You can throw it at the, the creature and see if it bounces off of him. You might even do damage but to it. Don't him. be silly. You don't wanna tr you don't wanna try that, okay. It won't. <laughs> I'm not no, because then that'll be like giving him giving him back. The creature captures you know, the, the crystal figurine 
in his hand and he roars with victory and he instantly kills you with a laser beam. You are aware, Hannah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that this might like totally backfire and actually just give him more power. Oh, oh, says the guy who's bugging I it I walk so straight far. into the circle. Hannah takes out the the figurine from her handbag, her cat bag, and she hurls it onto the ground at her feet, and it smashes into a thousand million billion pieces. Um, the creature doesn't seem to react in any way. The uh, the sapphire is still beating at the same rate with the same intensity. Um, oh great, great! You've just you've just destroyed um, a priceless artifact. It was worth. Wow. It was worth about um, twenty-six thousand gold pieces, and now it's been destroyed forever. You idiot! I did warn you. Oh. I mean, it's in tune. Well, next time you should. It's like carry attuned the to the uh, it sapphire in like winter. So. Yeah, exactly. So it may have break broken anyway. But still, you know, uh, look on the bright side. Um, it's Brick's turn. <laughs> was that was that my move? Oh. Yeah, that was it. That was your action. All right. Okay. Brilliant. Well, it's fine. It's fine. You decided to do it, and it might have, you know, the monster. It might have hurt it's him. It's fine. It's I, fine. I wasn't, so I wasn't, you know, you get in combat with a massive fucking snow yeti. <laughs> no problem there. The first thing you do is destroy all of our treasure <laughs> on your first go and do nothing else. Give me all of our treasure. <laughs> Right, Brick is furious at Maidowin, but he's going to take his fury out on the Yeti. Uh, So he's going to lumber to his feet, charge forwards, hopefully be able to get in range, and cleave. I'm going to bull rush. Extremely hard. The spirit of winter. After a long and mighty battle that would take another one hour to get through for the poor Yognors. The the Yeti was defeated, but Dylan has fallen. He lies on the floor. So, we have Brick, Maidowin, Bubbles and Barry, like, wailing on this monster, this big hairy Yeti. There's lots of dice rolls and lots of drama, (laughs) but at the end of it all, the, the Yeti is defeated and the sapphire that's in the middle of the rooftop shatters into lots of little shards um, really pointy sharp looking shards that are strewn across the ground Um, and the shards start moving I'm sorry sorry so what's happened something is smashed into shards and now they're coming towards us. Shards have got little legs, and they're they're slowly, like walking towards I you. I like it. Can you uh, fire a burning spray, Amadia? Do you think? Yeah, I think I already used the fiery spell on it, and it didn't it, do anything. It is made from ice, the heart of winter. Fine, fiery spell, go. So I would assume that. A fiery spell, AoE fire, was a good option here. You can throw the cat at it. No, the cat is not being thrown. Poor fucking cat. They're coming closer. 
Another fiery spell. What else are we going to do? Actually, now that you notice, um, when the sapphire exploded and the shards just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. The shards just flew out of it. Um, one of them seems to have struck bubbles. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> Yeah, Bubbles just, he disappears in a puff oh dear. of blue smoke, and there's like a bloodied shard where his body was oh lying. Oh my god. After this massive yeti battle, which we've skipped, how are our injuries? How is everyone? Um, yeah. well Dylan's about to die. Oh my god. Maidawin's pretty fine. Brick's alright as well. It's just Dylan who's in danger. Actually, now that you notice... When you look down at Dylan, he's on the floor and he's got like a blue shard sticking out of his chest. How did this happen? And he looks up at you and he goes, Help, man! Oh my god. I got a shard in my chest! Oh my god, this is terrible. How's Barry? Actually, now that you notice... (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, Barry's fine because his skin is like... Mercurial. Well, it's Maidawin's, it's Maidawin's turn. Burning Sprite, go. You have to describe it. Oh, really? Yes. Really. Just describe you having a shower earlier, and that'll do. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's what people want to hear. It's what I want to hear. <laughs> okay, she makes elaborate gestures in the air, swinging her arms around, and flames erupt from her hands. Covering the ice shard things in molten flame. That's amazing. That's the best description of burning spray I've ever heard. You managed to hit nearly half of the shards with your wonderful spray. Um, Unfortunately, that does still leave seven of them tottering towards... Actually, no, one of them is in Dylan, so there's still six of them left. What? And they're, like, inching their way towards Brick very slowly. Right, well, so we destroyed... She destroyed half of them, did she? She destroyed six of them. Holy crap. One of them's in Dylan's chest. It's kind of like going in and out of his chest. It's like stabbing him. And Dylan's just... He's making horrible squealing noises. And blood's just spurting out of his mouth. Uh... I'm torn now, so I've got a choice between saving Dylan or taking on the six remaining shards. Um... You're not going to hit them. <laughs> I'm just not going to hit them. It's just gonna, this could be like it's gonna be like a, a rhino versus bees. There's just no way it's going to hit them. Hang on, I'll assign Barry to do Dylan, and I will just trample in like a charging rhinoceros. So I'm going to, I think I'm just going to run at the remaining shards, and like okay. just try and squash some of them beneath my feet. Well, you've got two feet, so I'll say that you do crush two of the shards under your foot, feet even. Um, Dylan, he's not, he can't do anything, he's like spluttering, coughing up blood. Oh my god. God. This shard's just like thrusting in and out of his torso. That's horrible. Repeatedly stabbing him. What about Bubbles? He... Oh god, Bubbles is dead. <laughs> I-, I was going to respawn Bubbles, but he moved on. 
What you can do that, you can respawn bubbles. Oh yeah, I'll respawn him. But what are you gonna do with him? Could he go over and like try and pull the one out of Barry's Barry's? Uh Dylan's chest. He could try. I mean how's he gonna grasp it? He doesn't really have opposable thumbs. With his teeth! Okay, so you, you summon bubbles and this little bundle of white fur appears in your hands. And he looks up at you with his big eyes. <laughs> he smiles. And you uh you gently give him an underarm toss <laughs> towards Dylan. Um <laughs> Bubbles he lands square on Dylan's chest. Poor guy. Unfortunately on top of the shard. No But he's not he's not he's not dead. He's still alive. Um he just has this blue shard sticking out of him that's thrusting in and out of Dylan's chest. It's a bit of a weird image, Simon. Yeah. I'm not comfortable with this. I'm not entirely comfortable with this. No, I'm you're not. not. You're not comfortable with the idea of a, a tiny kitten with, like, a dagger stuck in its belly. It's repeatedly... That's thrusting in and out of a man. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It's perfectly <laughs> fine. Right. Something well, weird. Good. Well, I've got that sorted out then. So who's goes it now? Um, well, as as Dylan, the extra weight goes into Dylan, he's kind of like grunting now. What do you mean extra weight? The weight of bubbles. He's not weighing anything. He's ethereal. The weight of bubbles and the shard is kind of. It's ethereal. It's like um, it's pushing down on his lungs and it's causing the air to escape with every thrust. And and Dylan, Dylan's now he's he's not just doing his horse rasp. He's kind of like grunting. He's going. <laughs> right. Excellent. Okay, well, I think... Yeah, Barry. Barry's now reached Dylan. Okay, so it's Barry's go. And he's trying to, he's trying to grasp the shard. And he's, like, holding on to Bubbles, trying to, uh, to get a good grip on the cat to try and remove the shard. So he's kind of, like, squatting down over Dylan's chest, <laughs> grasping onto Bubbles from behind as... as Bubbles like bobs up and down with the shard thrusting into Dylan's chest as Dylan right. goes. Ugh, ugh. Okay, what does Barry do? Well, he's trying to grab Bubbles and like pull Bubbles and the shard away from Dylan. Is it successful? So he's still struggling. Well, he's still struggling. You've right, got to give he's him struggling. Some time. Okay, who's who's go is it now then? Um, I guess it's Bricks go. Um. Go go to Brick now. So do these things not attack? So Brick can just continue stomping around, just crushing them all under. Yeah, foot. they're just slowly walking. They're just really slow. Right. So let's 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 swing at them and 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 I, I'm like a big elephant, just stomping on on mice. Okay. So you, you're stomping on another couple of them, and they easily just crush under your feet. There's only two of them left now, apart wow, and the one in Dylan. So these these two little shards, they're almost at Hannah now. They're like by her feet. What are you going to do? Burning spray. You're going to burning spray at them? Yes. Okay. Um, Lewis, you could just copy and paste her like description of what burning spray was. Just do it over again. Okay. <laughs> okay, so you, you cast your burn... That's the best... That's the best burning burning spray uh, description I've I've ever heard. Again. <laughs> <laughs>
Brilliant. Again, thanks. thanks for that. Okay, next. So she successfully burns away these two little shards. So you're just left with that one. Um, Barry's somewhat successful. He's pulled bubbles off of the shard. Um, but as he does so, bubbles just disappears in a poof. And Barry goes sprawling backwards. Oh, so Bubbles did die, effectively. Yeah. Bubbles so Bubbles actually didn't again. wasn't any help at all. All all that happened was Bubbles just well, got in the way and stopped Barry from Well, yeah. Saving Dylan. What now? Well Dylan's dying now. He's clearly dying. He's being stabbed repeatedly in the chest. Are you going to try and, like, maybe offer some assistance? Yeah, can, can we drop, um, like, some sort of healing wave? Healing stream totem? I don't know. Do you do you actually have any abilities to heal? Don't we have mm. some, like, patch-up first kind of patch-up first aid sort of ability? Did you remember to bring any bandages with heal? you? No. Any sticking plasters. Dylan's like the healer. I don't. Okay, so you've got... Adventurer's kit. Well, the gold isn't going to be much helpful. Oh, that's going to be, here, in my, <laughs> that's in gonna be my really items. helpful. Let's just pop some gold in the wound and open Whether that is staff just adventurer's like kit. Why don't we just rip off some of Dylan's and clothing and use it as makeshift bandages well. like they do in films? I'll pop out. I'll pop. I'll pop out the oh, Tesco. Yeah. You could try a tourniquet. Tesco, fine. You could tie it around his neck. You still got to get the thing out. <laughs> Brick works is on a going for the shard that's in Dylan, and he's going to make a wild grab for so it to try and get the... it in his hand and, and and grip it and then crush it in a metal fist. Good heavens <laughs> above. Okay, well, B Brick grasps this shard and it shatters and poof, it disappears. And you're just left with your hand hovering over this massive gaping wound in Dylan's chest. Well, Dylan's dying now. He's clearly dying, and you hear you hear in the background just this the breeze blows, and you can just hear this this noise. So you've successfully beaten the Heart of Winter. But at what cost? As you look around the rooftop, you can see that the, the the wind kind of like quietens down. The snow stops falling. The fields far below, the snow starts melting away on them. Little flowers, little daisies <laughs> spring up in the grassy meadows below. The sun is out and it's shining brightly. A couple of children are <laughs> skipping along on the hill with the kites blowing. Brick stands up over Dylan's dead body and turn to the fields and just look out over the beautiful landscape. And point. <laughs> with a single 
low, quiet sigh, Dylan's last breath escapes his lips with a <coughs> Amazing. What an amazing ending to an adventure. 